and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell. With me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey, hey. This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Ready or Not. This is the new thriller starring Samara Weaving and Adam Brody. The IMDb plot summary reads... A bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying new game. This movie has an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it opened this past weekend to about $7.5 million. I mean, I don't know what like the expectations were for this. It was released by Fox Searchlight. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a low-budget movie. Yeah. It's like $6 million. So, I mean, I think... Uh, I think it's in pretty good shape. I don't know what they it, spent on marketing. But it did. It get, it got some marketing heat behind it. Well, Fox Searchlight, I mean, yeah. they're now owned by Disney. So, I mean, they can afford whatever they want. But this isn't the typical... This isn't a movie Disney would typically make. No. <laughs> this definitely is, not. This is something they acquired, you know, in the takeover. I think it was actually produced in-house uh, by Fox Searchlight. And I think this is one of their widest releases... But yeah, but it's it's kind of like a like a comedy thriller, I guess you could describe this. It is. Like you could almost say Tarantino could have been like behind this movie. Sure. It was comical yet Pretty like brutal, gory Pretty and like disgusting. The difference but here fun. I, I guess the yeah, well fun, yeah, fun and gory. That's <laughs> that's what Tarantino goes for, I guess. Um but Tarantino, he doesn't go for like the supernatural. No, he doesn't. And this was all demonic and like demon esque. Yeah, I guess yeah. So some mild spoilers. I mean, this movie it it begins with a wedding between our main character, Grace. She's played by uh, this newcomer, uh, Samara Weaving, and her new husband, Alex, played by Mark O'Brien. Yeah. And on their wedding night, Alex, he tells her about a long-standing family tradition where everyone plays a game whenever there's a new addition to the family. And so Grace, she draws a card from this mysterious box that has the words hide and seek on it. And so the rest of the film is basically Grace kind of like hiding from the family in this large mansion where pretty much the whole movie takes place. And then without going too far into spoilers, we eventually learn that this family, they've made a satanic pact with a benefactor. Yeah. And this benefactor demands that if the hide and seek card is chosen, the family must deliver a, a sacrifice before dawn or else everyone dies. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the, the rules of the game. That's, that's what's really going on. So, yeah, with that said, what what did you think of this movie? I don't normally like these kinds of movies, but this was pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big fan of the, you know, gore, but this was like gore in a way that it was comical, so I didn't feel grossed out. I I like laughed at the gore. Yeah. Um so it was it didn't really gross me out. I mean, there were some times where there were some things that you had to turn away. I had to turn away, but I was surprised you even wanted to see this. Because usually, I mean, you know, we'll watch a trailer in the theater and you let me know right away, like, nope, not seeing that. You're on your own with that one. And it's usually like horror movies, movies that look kind of like gory and nasty. But you were on board for this. And yeah. And, and I mean, you have the whole family like hunting this bride. And the family's kind of inept at it. Uh, I mean, yeah, they have no clue what they're doing. Like one of the characters is like a drug addict. Uh, the daughter. Right. One of the daughters is, you know, sniffing cocaine. And then you got the crazy aunt. 
Yeah, there's an ant who looks like like a ghoul. Yeah, much. I, mean, I mean, it looks she, like a witch. She's got like, and they make her up to look like that. Yeah, there's a reason behind it, I guess, because you see in the beginning of the film, and the last time they had the hide and seek card was her husband. Right. Yeah, we see like 30 years earlier. We see Alex and his brother Daniel, yeah. who's played by Adam Brody. Yep. Later in the film, we see them as kids. In this prologue, kind of on this hunt, <laughs> someone gets murdered in yeah. the opening scene. And I guess it was this aunt's husband. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's this whole history. And I guess, yeah, that's something I kind of respect about the movie. It is, I mean, the plot and the mythology, so to speak, it's pretty thoroughly thought out. It, it really kind of is. And it's like a new, it, it, it's a new demon that we've never really heard of before. <laughs> you know, sometimes they'll bring demons that, you know, everybody's used like Bagul? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only one I can think of. But yeah, this movie, it does, it has a it has a mythology and it has a, like a backstory that's kind of dished out kind of very deliberately in pieces throughout the film. Yeah, so overall you liked it. I mean, when we were walking out, I wasn't even sure like what you thought of it. And I'm thinking she may have hated this. I yeah. couldn't really tell because there are some pretty gnarly scenes. Yeah. I know that's not your cup of tea, but then afterward, you're like, that was good fun. <laughs> I had good fun. I mean, it, uh, why didn't it come out during Halloween? I don't understand. Because that would have been a good movie to release around Halloween. Sure. I agree. I, I think Halloween is considered a bad time for movie going. Like, because I think, people are going trick-or-treating or whatnot in like, I think, one of the movies? Yeah. I think yeah, movie going is typically light. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the reasoning. Yeah. I agree. This would have played in, in Halloween. Yeah. Sure. This would have been fantastic around Halloween. The newcomer, um, what's her name? Samara Weaving. What do you think of her? She she brought the heat. I yeah. mean, I actually thought she looked like Margot Robbie. Yeah. Throughout the whole, I'm a like, bit. wow, she really like is a spitting image of Margot Robbie. It's like slightly younger Margot Robbie. Yeah. Well, Margot Robbie's pretty young. Yeah. She's, she's, she's Margot Robbie's like 25. Yeah. Damn. Mm. And so, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a good amount of laughs. There's, and the movie kind of, uh, it shifts into this like survival horror movie. Yeah. At one point, and that's for me. That's kind of when I really got like on board with it. You know, for the whole setup, I'm thinking like this is kind of like a like a quirky uh, thriller <laughs> that's being set up here. Like <laughs> you know, hide and go seek, but you know the stakes are life and death. I mean, whatever, it's fine. But like once, like once we get into like that barn scene yeah. and she falls down a pit of of the all the goat sacrifices that they do. Well, yeah, there's goat sacrifices. There's human corpses down there. Yeah. And she has to, like, use a nail to gain <laughs> leverage. I'm like... Well, this is after the little, one of the little boys, the, the sister's son, shot her in the hand. Shoots her right in the hand. And to, she, like, clocks him, right? She yeah. punches him. So, like, yeah, that whole sequence, I'm like, this movie, this movie is... It has some balls. This movie's taking some risks, and it, I'm, I'm on board. It has major balls, especially yeah. in the end. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. Big like, time. Big time. I mean, we'll we'll get into spoilers it, that, but it, it follows all the way through to the end, and yeah, it's it's kind of just a wild ride. This movie, and it gets for me, it just it got kind of better and more involving uh, the more it went. So I guess I mean I don't know what well, what else well, we could yeah, talk we about have without to talk getting about into spoilers. The spoilers. <laughs> yeah, so we can just like kind of get in it. Yeah, the whole movie is just yeah like one twist after another. So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Ready or Not. Thank you. 
All right, we're back, and we're going to get into some spoilers for Ready or Not. Adam Brody, he plays a, a pretty pivotal character, and he's ultimately kind of the hero. Whereas yeah. her husband, you know, her new groom... Turns on her at he, the end. He turns her over. And I yeah. think, I mean, his motivation, I think, is because he realizes that she won't be with him. No, after everything that her family or his family put her through that night, yeah. he she won't be with him at the end of, of it. So, so that's why he turns her over, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, <laughs> it, it was just, it was going back and forth. Like, you know, we find out that the aunt's husband was killed this way. But the whole family knows about this stupid game. And sure. so how did the game, I think it was like the great-great-grandfather met this demon. The benefactor? The benefactor. Met the benefactor. And, and the benefactor came up with these rules. Benefactor came up with these rules for the game. They got them wealthy and like rich beyond. That's how they have obtained their wealth. Yeah. Basically. I mean, they pretty much sold their souls for the lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, the movie is... Do you know one of the best scenes that I thought was seeing her smash the mother-in-law's head in with the oh, yeah. box, the game box? I loved it. There's a number of really satisfying, brutal deaths. I mean, she gets captured like a number of times and escapes. But like at one point, I think like the butler, yeah. he captures her and she escapes. Like the, uh, There's like a car wreck and the butler gets taken out. And at one point, she's about to be sacrificed, and like the whole family, they're poisoned, and they all start vomiting like yeah. right then and there. <laughs> yeah, but Daniel ends up saving the day. He ends up thinking that they should die anyways. But he he ends up getting killed by his wife. His wife is the one that kills him. Right. The sister is the one that keeps killing like the maids. Yeah, it- the first people to drop are maids, just accidentally yeah. at first. Grace, she thinks she's drunk. Yeah. She doesn't take it seriously. But when she starts seeing maids drop, then she's like, this shit is for real. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, one of the best scenes uh, is at the end where, you know, it looks like they've failed and like they're waiting. They're all waiting to die. Yeah. So and, they. And the moment passes. Yeah. They're like, oh, is this, is this real? Is this. A- and then they're all looking kind of dumb. Yeah. And then like one after the other, they all explode. I mean, explode like into like a pile I of blood. Am. Yeah. Even even like the kids, right? Yes, that's why I'm like the movie's got balls. I mean, they don't so, show it on scene, right? But they show like the mother <laughs> going after her kids, and they all explode. Yeah, I've heard some people have have issues with that, like that the movie went there. I mean, I feel like it's. I mean, the movie is following through. Well, no, because if they didn't go there, the kids would have played the game. I mean, this was the... Yeah, you got to follow all the way through. Well, this was the end of the pact. Yeah. You know, my thinking is, well, the girl inherits everything now because she's married (laughs) and the whole family is done. Right. So, like, but they didn't go into that, which I was very upset by. Well, I, I, I love the final shot yeah. where, like, the house is burning down behind her. And, and she's and all, like, blood. Like, her yeah. wedding dress is, is red. She, yeah, she's, she's wrecked from head to toe. I mean, she's wearing the same outfit the whole night, right? Yeah. I mean, she's a badass. At one point, she's got, like, Chuck Taylors. Yeah. And, like, an ammo clip, like, strapped around. And the, like, she's got like, a hunting rifle. Yeah. She's looking pretty badass. Yeah. And she sells it. But, yeah, this final shot is just her, like, on the front step. The house is burning down behind her. She's smoking a cigarette. And, uh, like, paramedics come. <laughs> like, what happened? And she's like, in-laws. <laughs> and then just, like, cuts a black. 
pretty great. Yeah. It, it just like one pull in, like, <laughs> like nice job. I mean, this movie has a nice sense of style yeah. all, all throughout. I mean, done on a budget, but it feels pretty coherent, pretty stylish. I mean, I have a lot of respect. Hold no, on. I'm, I'm a big fan of this movie. Um, I mean, would you think it's a good date night movie? I mean, that's, yeah, that's a good question because, <laughs> you know, the, I mean, like the, the laughs and, you know, the thrills would make it a good date experience. But I mean, the movie, what the movie's saying about marriage and romance in general, it has a pretty, I guess, cynical look at romance. So I don't know if it's a good date movie. I mean, what do you think? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a good movie, but I, like date movie, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was a good date movie. You wouldn't expect a movie about like satanic cults and, you know, hunting people to be fun. But I mean, this movie makes it fun. <laughs> it does. What did you rate? How would you rate this movie? I'll give movie? this an A. This is one of my favorite movies of the year, I would say. Really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look at me like crazy. I mean, it's been, I mean, it's, it's been a weak year. I mean, uh, let's be real. <laughs> it's been a weak year. But yeah, this is... Yeah, as of now, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's original. It's it's only 95 minutes, so it's not like... It's real tight. This is, this yeah. is right in my wheelhouse. Like, if you can mix, like, these kind of extreme tones, you, you know, I mean, like, like brutal, like, shocking violence and, like, genuine laughs without sacrificing the characters, that's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Not many movies can do that. That's yeah. a tough balancing act. I, so, I would give this probably an A minus. I mean, I, I liked it, too. Yeah. It, like I said, it's just not my genre. So I can't give it an A plus because it's just not my genre. But I give it an A minus. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give anything an A plus except like the best of the best, like RoboCop. RoboCop, really? <laughs> you gave that an A plus? Oh my god. That's Ready or Not, directed by Matt Bettinelli, Open, and Tyler Gillette. You can find more episodes at Anchor.fm/slash Movie Date Night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at datenightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Bye.